On today's episode of More Important Issues, we talk the offensive coordinator search as it continues on. We talk some UT athletic department news. We preview the Gonzaga game as the men's basketball team travels to Arizona this weekend. We will look at bowl season. We have balls in the NFL, our NFL power rankings, and today's segments are a jumbotron and stupidity is an epidemic. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. You know, if you guys haven't hopped on board yet, you need to. You've heard me talking about it all season. And yeah, watch, watching football is fun, but it's much more fun and much more enjoyable when you've got side, side stuff going on and, and a little bit of action, maybe on more games than one. Whether you're an exporter, expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit on all three, you could turn $100 into 600 There's so much to bet on. College basketball and football, NBA, NHL custom props, and even esports. You name it, MyBookie has it. Guys, they are the best bet this season. I know you'll be happy if you go to MyBookie. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. Uh, they've been in the business for years. They've got great reviews online, and their mobile site's easy to use. If you sign up this week, MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit uh, bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure you follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and DM, and not to mention that they've given away more than $10,000 in free play, free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. Guys, check them out on Twitter. Don't miss out on one of the best bets uh, this week. Log on to MyBookie right now and use promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E, to get 50% uh Deposit bonus. That's promo code issue. Head over to my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, December 5th. I'm Caleb Mitchell. Join me always, Landon Raby. It is, when you're hearing this, it'll be Thursday. It's cold outside, and we still don't have an offense coordinator. And it seems to it seems that the people we thought we could trust also don't really have a clue. No, there's been knows. a lot of contradicting like guys I know, like aren't just going to blatantly lie to us, and like usually have good info. Still, like they've said contradicting statements. So I'm like, I don't know if I can fully trust you either. <laughs> so I like it's a confusing time. It like that's why I was just like today. I was like, you know what? You just got to say it it seems like we finally have some control over there. Like, there's not, you know, people inside the athletic department, obviously, if they're putting out info, they just don't know the info. Because it's obviously not been, nothing's been right so far. Not yeah. saying not saying those people will be wrong, but nothing's been right so far. The guys running the program are actually running the program. Exactly. Like, they're not, and they're not having to, and I, I'm not going to trust this whole, like, freeze has been, you know, shot down by the board. And here's one reason I'm going to tell you. Because I don't think, Philip Fulmer doesn't want to go anywhere else. That's obvious. He wants to be at Tennessee. He didn't coach anywhere else when he was fired in 2008. Um, he hasn't tried to be an AD anywhere else. He assisted ETSU in um, bringing their football program back. But that's another Tennessee school, and he didn't try to do anything beyond that. The man wants to be a ball. Yeah. So he's not, you know, not going to let some board member tarnish his legacy. If he feels like Hugh Freeze is the best guy for the job, He's going to work it out. He's going to hire him. I know that for a fact. Like, I just – it's Phil Fulmer. He's not going to let some administration above him tarnish his legacy again. Like, that's definitely not going to happen. And if they are, I, I'm 99% sure he would finally just be like, you know what, here's what's happening. I, like, I can't help – I can't win for us anymore because of this. Yeah. Because what's the point in being quiet if you're going to lose, you know? Right. And I feel like every day we have a new candidate for the job. Yeah. Like, somebody's thrown out there that, so, like, John Bryce threw out a couple names, the Neil Brown and Mike Yurkich. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something uh, like that. Oklahoma State guy. And then Kendall Browse, I feel like he was a guy, to begin with, people kind of threw out there just because he's one of the best coordinators in the country. Right. Um, But, yeah, no one knows. No one has a clue. And it's it's very interesting to me. That That's what kind of makes me think, like, they haven't offered anybody yet. Like, it's all just been – like, they put out feelers, obviously interviewed some guys. Um, and then the Hugh Freeze thing is getting really interesting to me because I'm like, why has no school hired him now? 
Yeah. Like, in ter- I'm not saying, like, he's, you know, been blackballed or anything. I, I just, and that's possible. It's very possible. Um, but it's getting to the point I'm like, is he kind of waiting to see what other people start, when the moves other people start making? Um, he's apparently been offered the Liberty job. A lot of people have him going to Alabama once Loxley leaves. Loxley hasn't been official yet at Maryland. Um, it's, you know, heavily rumored. I think it's to the point, like, it's everything but confirmed. It's unofficially official. Unofficially um, official. So just like everything, just like everything. And, uh, so I think, you know, that, that's kind of waiting to happen. No one knows what's going to happen with Enos either. It's like a big, it's like a big game of, of checkers at this point. A lot of moving pieces going around, um, or Tetris or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I'm, I just, this whole thing feels like to me, people trying to get just like hoping, throwing names out there and hoping something sticks. Cause yeah. then, and I, I'm not going to, I'm not, like, I normally trust John Bryce. Like he's, he doesn't just put out false info just to do it. But, you know, he kind of had us moving on the Hugh Freeze thing a little bit and then all of a sudden stopped and threw out four names. Said it got stopped by the board, so that could be true. I'm not yeah. going to say it's completely false right now. I'm just telling you what I'm going with my feeling on. And um, I feel he, like then I, he throws out four other names. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, like, nothing can be confirmed right now. Right. I, I feel like a lot of people are just throwing out this name and this name and this name. And then when we fi- finally hire somebody, they'll be like, oh, I said that name the whole time. Right. Exactly. Like, again... John Bryce is usually does a great job. Um, I think most people, uh, in you know, who follow the balls closely will say he is a trusted guy. You know, that's going to give you the right info. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even one of the names he threw out, he said it's an unnamed OC. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like that's why I'm like the sources. Obviously, that he, it's not his fault. He's following his sources that he's always used. Um, I'm I'm assuming, and uh, you know, his sources just don't know either because Jeremy Pruitt and. Uh, Philip Former have been really, you know, tight, you know, tight about it. Obviously, they're not. It's not, you know, leaving their, their room. It's, um, and I'm still inclined to believe Randy Boyd in terms of this hires up to them. I, I don't. Yeah. There's a whole overhaul in the athletic department last year because of football. Like, not obviously not solely because of that, but that was kind of the, you know, the last straw in it all. Yeah. Why would they? Why would they risk that again, especially for something as trivial as an offensive coordinator hire? Yeah, they but, they butchered the last surge. I think they finally realized, hey, we need to put this in somebody that can actually do something about it. Right, right. And I'm reading the uh, Revol- Revolution, however you would pronounce it. I'm reading. I'm currently reading that right now, um, several chapters in. And it's just, you know, it's very evident there that there's a, there's a lot of big boosters that don't, they have their hand in it without wanting to like really stir the pot. Like they're there just to be there. Yeah. And then there's some boosters who are, um, they definitely think their voice needs to be heard. Um, so I'm sure that plays a part in it, but also, you know, I just, I've got to trust Philip Fulmer on this. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's what you got to do at this point. We, like, we wanted him in. He's in. Right. I can't cry to the owner that the manager sucks. Let's hire the assistant manager. And then get mad when the assistant manager doesn't do his job. You know, isn't what I think isn't doing his job. Right. And that's how I feel like we're acting right now. And, and it would be different if, you know, kind of like the search when, oh, uh, we're interviewing this guy and this guy has, you know, never been heard of. Right. Um, or, or something like that. But you haven't heard anything. Yeah. And so I, I feel like in this point that we are right now that we have to sit back and relax and just let them do their yeah. job. And I mean, this. Let's look back at the coaching search last year. Jeremy Pruitt, he has no head football coach resume. We're taking a chance on him currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to hold that. I'm not going to go call for Phil Former's job because he didn't hire a proven guy. I'm not. I'm going to remember it for sure. You know, it's if Pruitt doesn't work out for whatever reason, I definitely think it's worth saying. You know, why why this hire? Same thing for same thing for this current hire, the offense coordinator hire. If we do go out and hire a no-name guy that's not proven, am I going to love it? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to call for their jobs immediately. Yeah, I'm definitely going to let. It's kind of like the Vandy game. I, you know, someone said, "Is this you know, you know, what happens if we lose this game?" Um, and I said, "Well, it's definitely not fireable offense, but I def I'm going to remember it. Yeah, like I'm going to remember that game. Kind of same thing here. Like, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to call for your head over an OC hire unless it's just like obviously pitiful. Um, but you know, if it's just an unproven guy or whatever it may be, I'm not going to call for your head, but I'm definitely going to remember it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is 
We wanted Coach Former in place. Coach Former handpicked by himself, chose Phil or uh, Jeremy Pruitt. We've got to sit back. We wanted this. We've got to sit back, relax, and and just trust the guys that we wanted in here are going to do their jobs. Yeah. So, and that's tough. I mean, I know it's tough to do, especially like with a passionate fan base. I'm passionate about it, obviously. Um, I mean, I've almost been in fights over Tennessee football. Like, I'm obviously care, um, but we got guys in there that we trusted, um, and I think for the most part. Uh, Randy Boyd's doing going to do a great job. Do has done a great job in the few days he's been the uh, interim president, and he's definitely I think a step up from where we've been. He is a volunteer. He he's a, an alumni an alum of the school. Excuse me. We just got to trust it. We've got to trust it. Yeah, I think, and, and that's tough to do. And we'll t- we're about to sit here and talk about the offense coordinators' names that have been thrown out. Um, so we're definitely still going to talk about it. But I I just. Everyone's losing their mind. I think the biggest thing for me is I just want to know who it is at this point. Yeah. Like, that, I just need a name. I, I mean, I, I think it was obvious that they don't have the guy. Yeah. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, it's in place because we got that recruit. Well, and that, I thought that was a safe bet. I mean, yeah. how many times do you get a, you know, a top quarterback recruit without an offense? And I know he's a year away from, you know, signing, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah, and I, I thought that too. But then you, like, go back and look at it. Like, we haven't lost any recruits, and we had a five and seven yeah, I mean, Jeremy so Pru- I mean, if Jeremy Pruitt is able to keep those recruits in that, an offensive coordinator is not going to make a difference. No, he's he's proving that he is the recruiter he was chalked up to be, and we, we kind of talked about that a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the you know the same case. Can he recruit an offensive coordinator here? Because this isn't going to be an easy job. It's not going to be a one year fix. Um, you know, he's got to get a guy in here and just be like, be patient, and then he's got the fans. You've got to be patient, like, you know, there may be some guys in here that can come and work some magic, but don't count on it. Yeah, and, and th- that doesn't mean they they won't be good in year one or year two. That doesn't mean they will be good in year two. But we can't have a guy come here, perform poorly, and then just kick him out year one. I mean, one year unless again unless it's just horribly atrocious, and and that'll be determined. You know, that'll be kind of a cross that bridge when we get there scenario. It's just I don't know. I, I feel like Tennessee fans so far have just failed to kind of trust what's happening. Um, and that, and a lot of that isn't because of, it's not, you know, you're not getting mad over stuff former and Pruitt are doing. You're getting mad over stuff that you're hearing they're doing and you're not hearing it even from the first source. You're hearing it from someone who heard it from a source. Yeah. And I, I get it. Trust me. I'm with you hundred percent. I'm not calling, I'm not saying, you know, be passionate all you want. I, and, and you can be upset about it. I don't, I'm not going to be upset as long as we make an adequate hire. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to just talk him up to you. But I'm not gonna just. I'm not gonna call for Pruitt's head immediately. Uh, I feel like there's plenty of guys out there where we can make it a good hire. Right. There. I, I don't. I, I don't see them taking a chance on somebody just because of the fix this job needs right now. Yeah. So, and, and the fact that somebody's like, oh yeah, they just don't want to come to UT. Why would you not want to come here? We're gonna pay you like this. Neil Brown that they threw out today is his annual salary is eight hundred ten thousand. We're paying freaking offensive coordinators one point two. Yeah, you're going to get paid minimum 1.2. Yeah. And that's just your salary. That's not win bonuses, right? Uh, championship bonuses, bowl bonuses, whatever they may be. I mean, there's definitely reasons to come here. And, and it's a power five job. Yeah. And, you know, if you're able to – if, you, if you're able to, to come in the SEC and, and coach with the other coaches in the SEC, you're going to find yourself a head coaching job. Right. And I think – um. And another positive about this job is, unlike a lot of places in the country nowadays, is the 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 AD and the coach that are responsible for your job. They're they know the they know the process this is going to take to fix it. So you're not, you know, you're not gonna uh, be out in year one because the offense didn't get the job done. If they see you're turning in the right direction, they're going to give you a chance. Yeah. There's a lot of positives about UT. Are there a few negatives? Absolutely. And one of them starts with our offense as a whole, our offensive line, really. Um, but those are problems that can be fixed by recruiting. Like those are very, very fixable problems. Yeah. So it's not as bad of a job as people want to make it out to be. I know it's not the number. Like if I, if it's between Alabama and Tennessee, not for me personally, but I totally get why someone would prefer to go to Alabama. Yeah. Um, like I get that, but I don't think the Alabama job is just a wide open job. Nick Saban has one, two guys he's going to want to go get, and he's going to get one or two of those. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's just the way it is. So yeah, this job is definitely attractive. It has a lot. Um, a lot of attractive qualities about it. I, I think we pretty much have our hand in picking 
somewhat of who we want. Not, no, I don't think we can just go out and get anybody, but I think we have a we have a pretty good chance of getting most of most of who we want. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down of what kind of yeah. offense you want to run, and you know if we saw Indian any indication of what Pruitt wants last year, none of these guys really fit that. Right. Of what of what he wanted. Right. Um, he wanted to pound the football. All these guys are air raids, spread, um, you know, throw the football down the field. And so I, I'm not – and like we said before, we don't really know what Pruitt actually wants because he's never really come out and said what offense he wants to run. Obviously, like, the – Everybody wants to get where Alabama is. And that that's fine if, you know, Pruitt wants to run the Alabama defense. That's what he ran. That's fine. But, you know, you don't have the offensive line like Alabama does. Right. So, you're going to have to change things up. And, you know, maybe ask Dooley kind of how – because I didn't feel like that offensive line was very good at that point. But you're able to get a good quarterback, which I think we have a decent quarterback. If not, you have somebody on the roster that can throw it. Right. Um, and you have great receivers and good running backs. You know, guys that are able to, to get in the passing game as well, um, besides running the football. So, you have athletes. You just need to find a way to get it to them and get it to them quickly. Absolutely. And you talked about kind of like the style Pruitt's wanting, and I'm going to touch on that just because I think he's got to be open to change because if you don't if you don't open yourself – and I'm not saying he has to change his offense. Like, there is what he wants out of the offense. That, that's not all what I'm saying. If, if he gets a coach in here that he thinks it'll work – um, and, and, you know, he chooses him and, and he, you know, it, it can work. It's very possible, but I think he's got to be open to change. You, you mentioned how all the guys names out there that, that have been thrown out there are air raid guys, spread guys. If they come in and, and they, you know, they're able, they lay out a plan, they can show what they want to do, how they're going to do it. And you think it's going to be effective. You, I feel like you've got to go with that guy. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, you know, vice versa, if you get a guy in here who's dedicated to that pro style pound the rock, you know, offense, Taken. Um, I don't care what offense we run. If we run the dang wing tee and it works, we win championships with it. Run it. Yeah. If we run a four four defense and a wing tee and win championships, I'll be happy. See, Will it be boring as hell? Will I fall asleep at some games because I'm a little drunk? Absolutely. But if we're winning championships, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and that, that's like with the offensive coordinator. I don't really care who it is as long as we if we can damn score. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it exactly. Drinkwitz is able to come in here from NC State and, um, you know. We have to get new lights on the scoreboard because we're blowing it up. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll be like, that's a solid hair- hire. Right. And that, do that, I want that right now? No, but if he's able to come in here and be successful, whatever. You got me. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of mentioned that Drinkwitz coming from the ACC. A lot of people are questioning like what conference they come from. I think that's a little bit different for coordinators, just because it's not you're not having to put a system in place. You, typically, that system's already there with the head coach. I think a lot of that kind of conference style lies within the head coach and, and how they coach. Um, I think there's a lot of offenses that are running the Big 12 that under the right direction could be very successful in the in the SEC. I mean, you see, you know, you see Big 12 teams every once in a while, the good ones, not the mediocre ones, the good ones playing with SEC teams. You, I don't think Oklahoma will get obliterated by Alabama. Will they get beat? Absolutely. But I think Oklahoma's offense will do fine. It'll be the defense that gets just thrashed by them. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that for instance, but – um. Yeah. Just just win is what I'm kind of getting at. That, that was kind of the way with the head coaching search. At one point, I got to just win whoever it is. Just get them and win. Yeah. Um. And hopefully we get back to that point. Uh, we you name some of the names we've got so far. Um. A lot of people are thinking Eno stays at Alabama. Um. After Loxley leaves from Maryland. Uh. You, you know you mentioned Kendall Browles earlier. Well, he just signed a new contract like this this off season. Mm-hmm. Uh. With with Houston. Uh. Contract extension. I just. Surely his agent that this is why I think Kendall Browse is out. Unless his agent is just terrible. Because I'm going to imagine that they're not only did the contract change, but also the buyout. So if he was hearing noise from other teams, and he would have, surely he wouldn't be like, Yeah, let's on contract extension. We'll figure this out later. Well, I think there's a fifty percent buyout. And I think he's up to like a I think he's got a three year like yeah. it's gotta it's gotta be close to a million dollars. I think it's like three point something. Yeah, three-year contracts. So, I mean, yeah, that's – see, like, either his agent's bad or he's out of play for most people mm-hmm. unless someone's re- really willing to – and, I, I mean, maybe we are. Um, and, if again, if Pruitt has that trust in him and thinks he can, go for it. But I just think he's out of play for that reason. Yeah, and that kind of sucks. I thought he was a good 
higher from the beginning. But, you know, like you said, he has that contract. So that's definitely a hurdle that they're going to have to jump through if they want him. Another guy is Neil Brown, the head coach at Troy. Um, you know, don't really know that much about him. Right. He, he's been at some smaller programs. He's, I think he was an offensive coordinator at Kentucky. Does that sound right? I'm not sure. I know he has some ties to our um, – Yeah, he was offensive coordinator of, and quarterback coach yeah. um, at Kentucky for 2013-2014. He's been at Troy since 2015. Um, before that, he was an offensive coordinator at Texas Tech. Um, and quarterbacks coach. So he's, he's worked with quarterbacks, and, you know, I think that's a big thing that you have to have somebody in here that has worked with quarterbacks. Yeah. We definitely need some help. And we've got some position coaches open available. It, so it doesn't necessarily need to be that mm-hmm. offense coordinator. Um, I think it helps the resume. But it, it, it helps a lot. But we've still got an open position where we can bring in another guy. I would prefer it be the offense coordinator, uh, be the QB coach. Um, but it doesn't have to be. And look at Enos and Loxley right now. Enos is coaching QBs and Loxley's. Got the offense. So, it's not necessary. Yeah. It's also Alabama. So, a little bit different. But, um, there is that open position coach. Uh, there, you know, There's some stuff you can do that if you want to bring in a separate QB coach, that's possible. But I agree. You know, Ideally, you have the same guy. And then you have Oklahoma State's uh, Mike. Yurkic. Yurkic. I don't know how to say it. Um, I feel like might get Mike Gundy by this again. He might, he might just be looking for a raise from uh, OSU. We might be getting – he might as well just – Tell OSU, hey, we'll hire your whole staff and get them raises. Yeah. uh, But his offense has obviously been successful. I just mentioned that without even thinking about his name. Um, Another system I think could be successful in the SEC, again, if the program in places is right. Um, And I feel like we're trending in the right direction with with Jeremy Pruitt in terms of uh, our culture. Um, So I think it's very possible for it to be. Yeah. uh, I just think, like, with, with this one, that's the only Power 5 school he's been at. Yeah. Like coached at ever, so that that's kind of a red flag for me. You know, could it work? Absolutely, but you know, I want to know how much Mike Gundy has in that offense as well. And yeah, and you're gonna run into that with several guys um, that are coaching within their in their offense uh, due to their head coach. Um, so I mean, that's definitely something to you know consider. But uh, they that means they're also learning. And and then all most of those offense coordinators, I don't know about the Oklahoma State position specifically, um, so I can't speak to that one specifically, but a lot of those, it may not be necessarily their offense, but they are handling play-calling duties. Yeah. So you do have that positive. And then you have the white well, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze, um, a lot of people are saying that has just, that's done, and I don't know. I think definitely the longer you wait on that deal, the less likely you're you know, you're going to seal it up, and just for several reasons. And one of those reasons is that he's not at a school um, he doesn't kind of have that, you know. Hey, hey, hey! Arizona hot shots, baby. He is. At the, he does have a job. <laughs> he does have a job. Right he's now. employed. Um, I wonder how much he's making from them. It can't be much. Surely not, because they like they haven't even started. That yet, league so. seems cool though. I'm it excited. Does. Yeah, the Memphis Express. I, I'm, a, I'm an Express Montana. fan. Yeah, go Express. Go, I'm, I'm a Tennessee guy through and through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think just the the longer that deal sits around, you're you're probably not gonna hit on it. Especially if there are other schools in play. Yeah, and and I don't really get the people who are, oh, I don't want Kendall Browse after what happened at Baylor, but you're excited for Hugh Freeze. Yeah, that's I don't like I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with Kendall Browse. If Fulmer sits down and says he's a man for the job and I trust him, then I feel yeah. like you got to trust him. So until he messes up, then you mark that one on Fulmer. But it's their, I it's, mean, their, it's their million dollar mistake to make. So yeah, and Hugh Freeze was the main guy. Yeah. Um, Kendall Browse was not. Art Browse was his dad. Yeah. But are you gonna write out your dad? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. So, um, I think it's he, definitely something to consider. But again, yeah. we talked about. This I mean, with he's Hugh- definitely linked to it. But you know, we talked about it with the Hugh Freeze situation. Um, everybody deserves second chances. You definitely should do your due diligence on the situation. Yep. You should sit down and and that again it gets that's former improve it's million dollar decision to make. If they cost you your job, sorry, you know that's your fault. You hired him. You made that mistake. So. Mm-hmm. If, if you didn't trust Fulmer and Jeremy Pruitt, we should have never rooted for them to be there in the first place. We could be upset if we didn't do this ourselves, but Shiano Sunday eventually brought Fulmer in. So, yeah, this was this was our undoing. Yeah, and I mean, at least Kendall Bryles has proven he can coach, yeah. um, unlike <laughs> Shiano. No, you're right. I yeah, I wasn't comparing him to Shiano. I was just saying no, 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 we I, brought yeah, we brought you. uh we brought Fulmer in. So we we just got to trust him. Um, 
that's pretty much all I've got for the offense coordinator. Do you have anything else that you want to throw? I in mean, there? like we said, Drinkwitz is one that oh, you yeah. know just keeps coming up. I don't, I don't know. He, uh, he's never played football before, so that's definitely a red flag. You for know, me. Hugh Freeze hasn't. Hugh Freeze hasn't. Hugh Freeze did. He didn't play college football. I think is what it was. Yeah, and the stuff for Briarcrest. I don't know if you read into that. I did. Well, I read it, but apparently nothing like really came of it. So I don't. I'm like. I don't know. It's still like kind of weird. I like, read. I read the allegations, but yeah. unlike the stuff that happened at Ole Miss, nothing's come of it. Nothing's been proven. Um, so it's a little bit different than the Ole Miss situation, but definitely weird and definitely. Yeah, to come up now is just like I, you're and, already on the fence, and then now this comes yeah, up. Yeah, and, and then like, like, but you know, those people didn't go forward with anything as of, as of right now. It just all came up a year ago, so I don't I don't know. Um, I mean, even like some of the guys were. You know, I feel like if guys were saying you'd been weird around girls, you'd probably been weird around girls. Yeah, I mean, he definitely <laughs> so, looks like a guy that could be weird around uh, girls. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it was Hugh Freeze hadn't didn't play any college any college ball. Hmm. So I don't. I think he was originally wasn't the even the football coach at Briarcrest. I think he started as the AD and eventually took over. Okay. I believe. No, no, he he did start as well. Dirk Witz, I think he was supposed to play at some smaller school and because he was all state an all state linebacker and then got hurt. Gotcha. Which now he coaches offense, which is kind of weird, also. But hey, whatever. Do your thing. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he. I'm pr- don't hold me to this, but I think I read somewhere that Hugh Freeze never played football. He yeah. coached girls basketball also at one point. So maybe you know, maybe a dual lady Vols assistant. Yeah, Vol football assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Holly needs all the help she can get. They almost got beat tonight. Did you see that? I didn't. They ended up beating. I can't remember the school's name by ten. They were yeah. losing at halftime though. Stet- I thought Stetson. about watching girls basketball, and I just decided I'd rather watch paint dry. I need to clear that up. I didn't watch the game. I just saw on Twitter. <laughs> I do need to clear that up. I don't. I have that reputation to maintain. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We just named all. I think we named pretty much everybody that's been brought up, and I could totally see us not mentioning the guy that ends up getting hired. It's very possible. Yeah. So just out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't like that. I have to keep looking. Like researching who these guys actually. Are. Well, I got in the shower today and got out. And when I got out, um, I went to refresh Twitter, and the first thing that pops up, the tweet kind of alluded that we had hired somebody. And I was like, "Wait, what?" I was in the shower for like five minutes. What's going on? And I couldn't find anything, so I was like, "Okay, no, we haven't hired anybody. We're good." But, um, yeah, anything can happen at the drop of a hat, um, because UT athletics is crazy. Oh, I, I did hear another one. Oh, oh God, you said that like Cheney. Cheney. We've been talking about Cheney. I heard, I heard that name. I don't know how true it is. We both said, like, would he really leave Georgia? I, I don't. Surely not. Surely? Hey. Surely surely he wouldn't leave Georgia? I mean, the situation they're in. Yeah, I don't. That's it, like. It's not like we treated him well. <laughs> yeah, and, like, why would you leave? Like, the same with Enos. Like, if they're going to hire you back, why would you leave to come here? And and it's it's not just like oh you know you want to come back to Knoxville, it's like you got to pack up every and packing and moving sucks right <laughs> so like that keeps me I feel like they, to keep the I job. Feel like they can hire people at that point and the wife does all the actual packing and that you know yeah that's true <laughs> you just hammer some nails you gotta you gotta load the stuff you gotta do all the heavy lifting right right absolutely and maybe not maybe Jim Cheney has a. A softball player girlfriend or something, or a wife that carries the bags for him. Possibly. Might. He's a kind of a bigger feller, too. So Yeah. It's very, very possible. Um, 50-50. It's, it's, there's a chance. Yeah. Um, athletic news? What, what do you got for, like, UT Athletics? I, I know you put that in. I know we're having that uh, garage sale. Garage <laughs> Liquidation sale. sale. Um, <laughs> sounds like there's going to be... I don't know. I'm curious what all it's going to be. I saw cleats in the picture. I'm really nervous. Who's going to buy cleats? And, like, none of them are going to be our size. Like, well, my, yours. Because yeah. you have freakishly large feet. Yeah. Like, kind of, let's be honest, kind of freakish. <laughs> but like, I didn't grow into them. It's like size, like, 15. It's going to be, like, the average size of those Like, those are yeah. D1 athletes. Like, they're big dudes. Well, the, there could be, like, baseball yeah. stuff, too. So, I, I hope there's players. a Nike Sorry jersey. I hope there's Adidas football jerseys. Like I don't know how they got rid of those. I don't know what exactly they did. But I would love like a not like a. You want a black jersey? That would be really. How about just drop the f bomb? That would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, I really want. Yeah, black jersey. Those ugly white ones with the orange. Yeah, I'm out on that. Shoulders, but like a 
a like an early two thousands Adidas that like you know hangs down to the elbow. You talking like the one I had, the Travis Henry one? Not that old. Or Jamal Lewis? Sorry, That's Jamal like Lewis. the the uh, you know it's got the what what was the company that was that had like a bell on it. Those like those kind of jerseys. Those are sweet. I want one of those. That, that's Adidas. It is Adidas. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do want one of those. Like the. I'm trying to picture like what player I'm trying to picture in it. Like Casey Clawson, that era. Okay. Yeah, I want something like that. You some mesh. There's some mesh in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think mesh should still be the way to go. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you noticed, like all the templates kind of like look like mesh in the. Yeah. In the. Uh, in the like, stomach psych. area. So yeah, it's like oh, it's not real mesh. Yeah. But. Yeah, I definitely like want an old Adidas jersey. I, I'm not expecting that, but at the same time, I'm like, I never like they never auctioned them off, and like, surely they didn't get rid of all of them. So my thing is like, they've never really done this before. So hopefully, they just have so much shit. Yeah, because they're literally doing it on a football field. Yeah. So maybe they just have so much stuff that because like you can drive past there and you could see like in the window there's just helmets like piled up against the window. Oh really? So. You know, I'm hoping, like, I, I, I would love a helmet. You know, I think they're going to be outrageous. Yeah. But that would be pretty sweet. I mean, what if they just sell helmets, though, like, with no emblems on them? Then they might be cheaper. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. no, I'll, I'll put an emblem on Right? But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Definitely going to get in line early on Wednesday. Um, I asked off the day. Got the okay. You just didn't have to, though, right? Huh? Are you making a full yeah. day now? No, no, no. Okay, no. I was like, dang. Leaving at 2.30, I'm coming straight. What time are you getting in line? Um, yeah, I'm, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. I'm, I'm hoping across all sports, an old basketball jersey would be cool, like with black in it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, I'm planning on doing some – somebody was like, this is terrible time. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm going Christmas shopping. Yeah. I, I want <laughs> I want the, like, the old school UT baseball jerseys. That'd like be awesome. Todd Helton days. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. I don't know. Like, that's – yeah, I'm wondering how far back will these jerseys go. Yeah. And then uh, other program news, um, uniforms. Yeah, it was, I heard some it, news about It was that. said that we're going back to the double stripe on the pants and we, possibly orange pants for road games. Uh, every road game? It said possible. Okay. I was about to say, I don't know how I feel about every road game. Options for road See, games. I need orange on orange, too. I need both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like just one a year, both. one one away game, one home game. Yeah, homecoming would be sweet, so we can win them. Yeah, that'd be nice. Be undefeated. Yeah, in all orange. Right. Nice. I think the last one was against Kentucky. Yeah, 2006. That was 16. Go back to the glory days, guys. Come on. Yeah, that was we were, the last time we were decent. Right. And then uh, the men's basketball team is ranked number seven, and the women's is ranked number nine. So both teams in the top ten. Big yeah. stuff. Huge women almost got knocked out of this because they're they about got knocked out. They may get knocked out after this uh, because we moved back a spot. So, it's yeah, I'm not really sure why. I mean, I guess. See, I I don't either. Like, I get not moving us up for the like, win. Like that's we, fine. We won by like thirty. <laughs> yeah, like I get again, get not moving us up. But how do you just drop someone back for winning? Yeah, like we talked about that at the beginning of the year in college football. Like, if they're winning, they're winning. Period. It doesn't matter who they're playing. If you had them here preseason. And they're beating everyone that you already knew was on their schedule. It's not like you pick them preseason, then all of a sudden a surprise schedule pops out. You're like, oh crap, they play them. Yeah, <laughs> like you had that information going right. into it. So yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, looking at Vol basketball though, this week we travel to Arizona, right? It's in Arizona to play Gonzaga on Sunday. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix, um, Talking Stick Resort. It's a 3 p.m. game. I've got a family Christmas. Um, they're gonna be upset either when I leave early, or everyone shut the. I make everyone shut the hell up so we can watch this game. I'm not gonna listen to kids screaming during it. If there's kids screaming, you take them home or I'll leave. You pick. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm the favorite, so I know what's gonna happen. Where's your uh, family thing at? Morristown. Oh God. yeah. So. Well, you can come here when you're done. I mean, I. We usually don't get done till like four. That's what sucks. I guess I'm just gonna stay up there and finish the game. I don't know. My grandmother would be really upset if I left her. <laughs> I can't upset her. So, I'm not going to yeah, do that. You won't be the favorite. Sam will be I mean, the, I would still be the favorite. But Sam would become the favorite. I would still be the favorite. <laughs> Sam would, no, Sam's not even close. Um, I would still be the favorite, but, it, you know, she'd definitely be mad at me. Um, but this is an exciting game. Um, it's a chance to, again, we talked about we, we, we need to get a big win. Um, plenty of chances on this schedule. 
Yeah. Uh, but this is where, you know, this is a, a chance to get one. We, we missed out on Kansas. Uh, would have been a win over number two. Um, this time you're playing a number one Gonzaga. Go beat them. Like, they beat number one Duke. They beat what I thought was going to be an undefeated by the end of the year Duke. Um, go beat them. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean they've got – it's not, that, it's not going to be that easy. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got se- several guys who can score um, – that you know, it's it's across the floor. They're not going to rely on a, on a, everyone. They they can go about, uh, was it eight deep, seven deep? Uh, so they they have a roster similar to ours. Yeah, um, yeah. In, that's ter- in terms Ron, of depth. Yeah, that's what Ron Slay was talking about. How the only teams that could go head to head with Tennessee depth wise is Gonzaga and Kansas. Yeah. So and you're seeing both of them. Congrats. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean they can they can go about eight deep and. Uh, so it's not going to be easy to stop them, but you know, um, we you know we we need better. Grant talked about it this week. We need we need a little bit better defense down low, and then that starts with Grant Williams too. Um, not that Kyle Alexander hasn't helped us out a lot this year, but if you're relying on him and John Fulkerson to be your best defenders in the paint, it's probably not good. And not that Grant Williams has played terrible. He hasn't. He's helped us out a lot, but that defense starts with him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if you're looking at rim protection this year, it's been Kyle Alexander and even some of John Fulkerson that have pretty much been the guys. Yeah. So, if we can get oh, and pawns, if we, and pawns, yeah, if we can get more rim protection from Grant, that just elevates your game more. So, yeah. and and Grant's done a good job at times. Um, the whole team, like you mentioned, pawns that have been able to really uh, not let anything easy go around there, and then grabbing rebounds again. Grant Williams that starts with him, and Kyle Alexander's done a great job defensively grabbing rebounds. Um, so if we can, you know, it, you know, if if we get Grant rolling, keep him out of foul trouble. Um, you you talked about uh, last week after the Kansas game. If you can get Schofield playing smarter and, and kind of taking over before Grant gets in foul trouble, that's just going to elevate your play more as well. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things that, and you need Pons to score more uh, if he's going to be in that starter role. I'm, I mean, he's played well, and I know the two games haven't been big games, but he's played well in that starter role, so I expect him to be there. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't know why that would change. And Bowden's played better off the off the bench, so yeah. It only I think, makes I think sense a big to, thing with this team, you know, they want Lamonte Turner back. He just brings a different aspect of this team. Yeah. Um, and you face Gonzaga, who wants to get out and run. They're averaging ninety eight point four points per game. We're averaging eighty three point seven. Yeah. So there, there's going to be something to give there, whether it's you know us just getting pounded or you know. Us slowing them down and taking them out of their groove. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, and like you said, it starts defensively. Absolutely. You talked about Lamonte. I'm kind of curious to see where they go with him. Uh, Barnes thinks he's played kind of poorly this year due to injury, so he's going to let – he wants him to get back to 100% before he considers playing him. He'll have about a week and a half off um, after our last game – or week, sorry, a complete week to heal. Uh, so I'm curious to kind of see what – he. well, he hasn't played since Eastern Kentucky, right? Or did he even play against Eastern? Yeah, he played against uh, who were the last? Um, he didn't play against Corpus Christi. He played against Eastern. Kentucky. So he, yeah. he's had a week and a half to, to rest. Right. Um, so I'm curious to see if they're going to try to take. I'm sure they'll look at him and practice and maybe even shoot around. So he's only played three of our seven games this year. Um, I you know I think if he isn't in, you kind of look at Jalen Johnson to sub in as that that shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who's get he's given us some quality. The few minutes he's played, he's given us quality minutes. I think Barnes has brought him in the last two games to play more to, you know, really give him that look of if Turner can't go, you're probably going to be the guy we look to to shoot because Bone's just not that guy that's going to pull up from anywhere. Bowden showed that he's not going to just – he's not going to jack up everything. Um, so, you, you know, you got to find someone that, that can shoot the three. And I, I expect Jalen to play more if Lamonte's out. Yeah, and you can't force anything. You can't – you know, get in a three-point shooting contest with any team because we just don't have that. Right. Especially with Lamonte out. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, you got to slow it down. You got to trust your big guys um, and, and feed your dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Schofield and Grant, just, you know, keep feeding them. I, I don't feel like they've I, – I don't think Duke is as – you know, they're talented. They're freak, freakishly talented. Right. Um, but I don't think they're physical, that physical. And I, I think this is one um, 
you know, I feel like the SEC is definitely a physical uh, conference. So if we're able to implement that in this game, maybe we, um, you know, get them in foul trouble and, you know, take them off their game. And, you know, it, it, it's not like we're playing away. Right. And so we're, we're playing at a neutral side. So it's, it's definitely going to be best team wins. You mentioned them being physical. We definitely don't back down from anyone. And we, we usually are able to get, we're usually physical enough that we're able to get in there and kind of dictate the fouls in the game and, you know, how we're how we're going to physically play. Usually on both ends we're able to do that just because we don't shy away from anyone. Yeah. Um, so that'll be big. And, it, and you know, usually when we get in those physical matchups, that's when Grant Williams gets in foul trouble. So hopefully we're able to keep him out of there just because he is someone we rely on. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, rightfully so. He's one of the best players in the country. Yeah, when he comes out, you know, you got to have big minutes from the guys that come in. That's Fulkerson and – Derek Walker, Kyle Alexander, you know, some of those pawns, some of those guys have to step up Yeah, in those minutes. If they're getting killed while he's out, Barnes has no choice but to put him back in. Right, yep. Um, and that just gives you a chance to, for another foul. So you, you got to take advantage of those opportunities there. Absolutely. Uh, this is an exciting matchup on Sunday. Um, again, I'm going to watch it either way. Hopefully it's not around a bunch of screaming kids. Um, we talked about it last week. We'll mention it again. It's time just to go win these big games. It's enough of just playing in them. Um, Kansas was definitely it's, it's and not to say that if we played well against them and lost by you know a couple points or went to overtime and lost by six like we did to Kansas. I'm not saying like that would be just a complete devastation. That's not that's not it at all. But this Tennessee team has passed moral victories. It's you know if we lose it's going to be a disappointment. I'm not saying our season's over or anything, but it's going to be a disappointment. Yeah, it's and, time to go win and play like you did last. Like if you want to play that underdog role, I mean now's the time to do it. Right, absolutely. Because when you get an SEC play, that's not going to happen. No. You're you're definitely going to be, um, you know, the hunted. Right. Everybody, you're going to get everybody's best shot in the SEC. So go give Gonzaga your best shot. Yeah, like you said, if I don't know how Barnes convinced that team last year to play underdog role, we were uh, a four seed in the tournament. Three. three seed, yep, and he still had them convinced that we were an underdog. It blows my mind. how you fin- how you finish first in your conference in a Power Five SEC conference. Not there's really no Power Five in basketball, but you get it. Um, you get it. You get it. Uh, then you know, surely he can convince them to be underdog in this game versus number one. So, uh, kind of curious to see how we pl- how we come out. You know, now that you say that, I'm curious to see if we if we're able to really out physical. Like I feel like. Everyone played so mad in SEC play last year. Kind of curious to see if that's kind of if that's the case. Yeah, play this off. Yep. Um, after that, just a real quick look on the next Saturday. You travel to Memphis. Oh, man, I wish Memphis was closer. I'd love to go to that game. Yeah, that'd be a fun game to go to. I know they're not ranked, um, but that'd be really. Fun. It, it'll be it'll become a big rivalry here yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, and they travel. You know, like you said, hopefully we just keep playing. You know, if there's a year in between the games, that'd be nice. But I think the last time we played them was. Oh eight, yep. So that's that's a lot. Ten years, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to mention somebody for the OC, and I just now remembered Matt Canada. Oh yeah, where's he at now? LSU. He is at uh, he was um, or well, he was Maryland. He was supposed to go to LSU, right? Never did or something like that. I don't. He know. he got. I think he got, got fired, fired from okay. LSU. Gotcha. Um, he at, he's been at Maryland. Gotcha. But yeah, so I'm you know that that'll be an exciting game as well. A chance to go win and win in Memphis. Um, you should win that game. Uh, obviously, nothing's a given in, bas- in college basketball. Absolutely nothing. If nothing's given in college f- football, it's definitely not in college basketball. Nope. Uh, looking at, I think it's balls in the NFL time. Hey, what about else? the sports media feud this week? Yeah, it's been very interesting. Why do you? I just, what do you gain from starting that? Like, and I looked at what Wes Rucker replied to to call out Fox Fox Sports and Ox, mm-hmm. and I just don't know what he was. Like, I don't know how he – like, it's obviously he just wanted to pick an argument. And I don't know why. But he, he doesn't start Twitter beef. Right. Or right. media beef or whatever he said. Absolutely. And I'm not saying – he was like – and then he says the comment – someone says those are – like, someone was like, you shouldn't say that about them. Like, those are great guys. And he goes, well, we must have a different definition of, of good guys. And I was like, that's a little messed up. to You know, if you're going to, like, comment and say, like, they've said some, you know, bad, you know, mean things about me – then that's a little bit different. But to like just say they're not good guys, because you can be a good guy and pick fun at someone, especially when you kind of bring it on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't talk trash. Yeah, like, part of me wants to feel bad for the guy, because he's always by himself. Right. <laughs> he's never, like, in it with other people. But, 
Um, you know, he brings a lot of it on himself. And, and well, I mean, if you look at like guys like Grant Ramey, who work with him at 247, like they're never going to join his side because he just, like those guys aren't going out and picking arguments with people. Yeah. And like, it's just, they operate in two different spectrums. And, um, you know, I don't think Wes Rucker's a terrible, you know, I follow him on Twitter because I feel like I get decent info, info from him. But the moment that dude starts writing his opinion, I'm like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. So and that's what somebody asked me. They're like, so what do you think about Wes Rucker? I was like, I, I feel like he's decent or good at his job. Yeah. But when he starts with the opinions and tying everything to his own personal right. matter is just, and then like the it's stuff, hard to, it's hard to watch. And then I didn't. This stuff obviously got blown out of proportion. But again, I don't think they were doing it to be mean. They're doing it to pick fun because again, he brings it on himself. Apparently, I thought he didn't stand for the national anthem when people called him out. Apparently, he just didn't stand for some troops that came out to like be honored. Again, I would personally do it. Yeah. Like, but if he didn't like. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But when you go and tweet about people not standing for stuff like that, you better make sure you're standing for stuff like that. And then when someone calls you out for it, I remember all the argument pretty, you know, pretty well. He was like, instead of just saying, I'm sorry, I didn't stand. Like I wasn't paying attention. I would, I would do it next time. Like, sorry for disrespecting you. He was like, um, if you had a stroke like I did last year, you would also not stand. It's like, come on. And then somebody had a video of him just like standing up and pushing his chair in and stretching his legs. That's why I'm like, you brought it on yourself there, man. Like, yeah, just own up to the mistake at that point. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, that beef didn't make sense. And then you had some beef between Eric Ainge and uh, Fox Sports Knox again. Uh, again, Eric Ainge, though. Like, we talked about the Hugh Freeze things. You know, the, the second chance stuff and the, the guy messed up and he knows he messed up. And Eric Ainge should be the king of second chances. He's like, nope, I'll call Freeze and tell former. Like, I'll call former myself and tell him. You don't need to hire Freeze. I'm like, first off, Fulmer obviously doesn't give a shit about your opinion. <laughs> so Neither does anybody. Maybe don't do that. And second off, don't like do not throw rocks out of a glass house, bro. Like, you've had your own fair share of problems. And I'm not saying you're a bad dude for those problems. I'm not you know, I'm not saying you don't deserve a second chance, but like if you've been given a second chance, you probably don't need to be saying someone else doesn't deserve one. Yeah. So yeah, the Eric Ainge thing kind of almost maybe blew my mind more than the West Rucker thing. So yeah, because you kind of expect, well, I guess you expect. <laughs> you expect both of them to say stupid stuff. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, again. I, both, I feel like everybody's on edge. You yeah. know, we've had a rough season. Well, got blown out by Vanderbilt, and now um, well, I told, this coaching search isn't helping anybody. Yeah, Mark, Mark Nagy said he was going to make the, or he wanted them to make the 37 listener shirt, and I was like, ELE, I'll buy one. Like, everybody love everybody. I don't hate anyone. Yeah. I, I don't even hate Wes Rucker. I, yeah. I gave him that. He might think I hate him because I, I pick fun at him. He was in Nashville. He tweeted something about being in Nashville, and I was like, uh, "I was like, hey man, I, I was like, hate to be in the same city as you, you know, kill me." And he was like, "I'm not, you know." He said it like he knew I was joking back, and then never responded. But I think he lives in South Knoxville, so I was like, "We're in the same suburb all the time, so it doesn't bother me." I was just joking with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, he may not live in South Knoxville, but I think I've seen him mention Island Home. So I think we're in the in the three three seven nine two zero together. Mm. But yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I don't I don't hate anyone. I don't even hate Eric Ainge. He can be annoying. I don't listen to his show, but I don't hate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I heard we have 38 followers or listeners. So, Thank you, 38 um, listeners. Yeah, one more than Fox Sports, so we're on the come up. <laughs> yeah, take notice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like, I don't know. I, and I, I guess I could, I don't, I don't know. I, if I was going to pick a fight with any station in the Vol following, it would be Fox Sports because they have the most cult following. Yeah. Like, John Reed can be like, I have to hate Tennessee. I'm going to be a Bama fan. And Bama would gain like 30,000 fans overnight. Yeah. So like, I don't say it's a bad thing about to Fox, Fox sports, by the way, but they have a cult. Like those people like, you know, wait for every word that John Reed or uh, Houston Crest say. And like, do you yeah. I, like, I appreciate both of them. I think they're enjoyable to listen yeah. to, but definitely wouldn't pick a fight with them. No. <laughs> unless I, mean, I was ready to, unless I was ready to die. Unless we had a cult. Unless like, we I had was, a cult, then we can talk about them. Yeah. Unless, we, <laughs> we can go head to head. Right. And we don't want to do that. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, we, um, yeah let's I, not. Yeah, but I, I, Wes, you're by yourself. We got two people, so we're ready for you. <laughs> we're teamed up together. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't pick a fight with, with Fox Sports Knox. Just because no. they're going to, and they research you. They will learn everything. It's like a high school student section. Oh, yeah. Well, we like, did in high school. Yes, yeah, somebody will have a video of you doing something naked or. <laughs> There's or, plenty of those out there, too. You know yeah, yeah. Or stupid or illegal. <laughs> 
So I'm not gonna. I'm like, I'm not. That's not the hill I'm ready to die on. No. Um, speaking of that kind of inappropriate things, um, Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, but wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know he had naked videos. Um, fourth and truth, uh, Chad. Chad. He someone Chaz. tweeted to him and said that it was about his delete the account thing. This just cracked me up because like I could totally see this guy doing it. They're like, maybe not a good idea to send inappropriate messages and dick pics over Twitter DMs. I was like, no, I get it. Like that dude says he's gonna drink beer and smoke cigars, and he'll go and drink uh, Michelob Ultra. No offense, Landon. And this is the worst part. And like cigarellos, wood tip though. Hey, wood tip. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> watch the Mick, man. I said so. I like the. I drink, don't bash the Mick. You know I drink Michelob, but I would never be like, you know, I'd never be like, hey man, you want to come over and drink a beer and have a cigar and go to the Bilo and buy wood tip cigars and Michelob. And be like, yeah, man, here we go. Like, that's not beer and cigars. That's barely water and stuff you use to roll blunts in, I think, is how the kids do it nowadays. Yeah. So. I don't know. I've never done it. Yeah. I'm not aware. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I I don't appreciate the the mix. I've watched this. I'm sorry. I've watched his live (laughs) videos and he'll like, just watching him smoke that cigar is hilarious. I, I hope he keeps doing live videos when he eventually has to delete his account. But, because I, I enjoy him. I laugh. Um, and cried. Yeah. Well, then he tweeted some, he was, did some live video just like, ha, West Virginia fans, I told you, y'all suck, blah, 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 you're horrible, you're going to get blown out by Oklahoma, blah, 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 and they only lost by three. And it was like a shootout. <laughs> like, they're about to get stomped by Oklahoma. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. But yeah, he should definitely delete his account and just fall off the face of Yeah, Earth. I'm really hoping Hugh Freeze doesn't get hired just for that. Um, looking at like bowl season preview, do you like, do you want to talk about this now or like wait till later? We also have the, yeah. and I told you the best, I don't know if, I think I said the best bowl names for Jumbotron. Did I say that? I mean, I will get into it later. I did clarify like best names, right? Like, can you think of the most perverted city name? San Diego. It means a whale's vagina. Oh, that's a good one. That's weird. <laughs> wait, why? I fell, one, I fell one today at work. All right. Can you say it over here? Knoblick. Kentucky. <laughs> Surely it's not pronounced that way. You have the pronunciation? I just have the way it's spelled. I feel like you can't it's say it any other way. Yeah. K-N-O-B-L-I-C-K. Yeah, that's pretty dirty. Nobly. I feel it's actually harassed just saying it. Yeah. And like it's in Kentucky, so it's is. like... <laughs> oh God, who knows what's going on like, up in Noblick. Yeah. <laughs> that's like incest heaven. <laughs> That's pretty scary right there. It's the only place where you can marry your cousin. Speaking of the incest legally. joke. Speaking of the incest <laughs> joke. Not that I'm against them by any means. Wait. But what I do you're not or you are? Against the jokes. I'm against incest altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clarify that. The incest jokes, though, I'm not against. Um, uh, you almost trapped me. Uh, but, like, I love when SEC teams play each other and, like, the incest jokes flaw. Like there's like not everyone, everyone in those states have incest going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like out like we play Alabama, we're like you're a bunch of inbred hicks, and they're like, yeah. no, you're a bunch of inbred hicks. <laughs> no, Kentucky's a bunch of inbred hicks. We're like, yeah, Kentucky's a bunch of inbred. Hicks. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You're from Nobly. Tennessee, Noblet, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> you're from Cop County. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my favorite part about inbred jokes is that everyone calls everyone inbreds, but like at the end of the day, we're all inbreds in the SEC. Whoa. The only people free from inbred is. Texas, and it's just because it's so big. No, Texas oh, is definitely, definitely full of inbreds. Yeah, there's oh, definitely inbreds there. But yeah, in Florida, oh god, Florida's like Florida is probably the most inbred free, but they're down there having sex with dang gators and whatever else. Humping sharks, yeah, humping <laughs> sharks. Like it ain't any better. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're, you're not for inbred, not for incest, but all for incest jokes. Okay, yeah. I got you. I just wanted to make sure our listeners just double checking that. Yeah. Um, flip, flipping two falls in the NFL. Balls, no, you're inbred. Balls in the NFL. Uh, Alvin Kamara had 11 carries for 36 yards, eight catches for 36 yards. Jalen Reeves maybe had two tackles. Malik Jackson had a tackle. Justin Coleman had 10 tackles and a, a half a sack. Did he even have 10 tackles in his? Tennessee career? I have no clue. That dude is just tearing it up. I have no clue. I, dude, I, I'm man. happy for him. I am. Yeah. Um, and Dustin, punter you, baby. Here we go. 
Dustin Colquitt had three punts for 41-yard average. Trevor Daniel had three punts for 38-yard average. Britton Colquitt had two punts for 45.5-yard average. Michael Pilardi had two punts for 56.5-yard average. Matt Dar, he's back. Matt Dar and a stat. He used to have a ball and stash. I don't know if he does anymore. but I, I think he's against uh, Mintes, too. <laughs> I hope um, so. <laughs> He had four punts for 45.8-yard average. Um, so, we have just as many punters playing as we do everybody else. So There you go. I like it. Punter you. Punter you. Um, NFL power rankings. Number one. Number one. I've got – bumped up the Ram, Rams, yeah. I got the Rams, too. Bumped up the Rams. Um, number two. Saints. I've got the Saints. Number three. I think our three might be different. Chiefs. Patriots. Number four, I got the Patriots. Four, I have the Chiefs. Number five, I have the Chargers. Same. They beat the Steelers, so that, yeah. was, that was easy. Yeah. Those are my five and six. Or, yeah, five and six. Sorry. So that, that was easy to decide this week. Next week might be harder. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it might. I've got, I'm worried about fantasy now. I don't even care about the actual thing. What about Urban Meyer retiring? Hold on. Kind of. How happy is Brett McMurphy? Yeah. Is he though? Like he didn't bring him down and you know, he like he thought he was gonna, you know, blow up his whole life and career. But instead, like, it was kinda like the scene in um uh Dark Knight when the uh when the Joker's walking away and like he blows it up and like he's kinda smiling. Urban's just walking away, blowing it himself. Like he's like, see ya and just like yeah. He's like, it's like, yeah, nothing the really happened. blows up behind him while he walks out. Yeah, he just kind of left on his own terms. It wasn't yeah, like so I brought Burke and he's like, dang. He's like the villain who can never, like, whose plan never comes out correctly. He's like uh, Plankton. Like, it never comes oh, out how he wants it to come out, you know? Yeah. If you're not a millennial, you formula. if you're not a millennial, you won't get that joke. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah, so maybe he's not that happy. Yeah. I mean, maybe he what? Maybe he didn't want him to come down how I thought how I thought he would, but maybe he thought like this is going to be a domino effect, and Tom Herman was going to go down, yeah. and uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to go down, and all these people were going to go. It'll be like a big domino effect. Yeah. It just did not. Happy what he was thinking because you went for Urban Meyer, like it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, if you had went for like Butch Jones, God, I wish you. Would no one would have cared sure. though. They were like, oh. Yeah, screw that. And the, that intern in Alabama. Yeah, he's not beating up his wife. He can't even beat up a two year old. Yeah, so. Apparently he can get people to beat up. He can play the trumpet. Marlon Lane said he got people to beat up that dude that snitched on. What's his name? Trey Trey Bowles. Dre yeah, Bowles? Dre Bowles. Yeah. So who knows? I, I don't know how stuff's not come out. Of, like come, like more has come of it. Yeah. Like either like someone being like, yeah, we investigated. It's not true, or someone being like, yeah, we're gonna investigate it. Like that seems like pretty serious. And and uh, Mikael Daniel claims that he had the offensive lineman beat him up. First off, our offensive linemen couldn't do shit. I've watched them play football. But yeah, if they were, then I feel like that needs to be looked into. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you're getting beat up by our offensive line, <laughs> I don't know what that says about you. Right. Um, looking at segments. First, we got our Jumbotrons. This week's Jumbotrons. Tom, I don't think I skipped anything. You said I like I skipped something. Let's get it. I didn't. Jumbotron. The best bowl game names. Not necessarily the best bowl game. I mean, you may enjoy this bowl. I don't know your top three, but the names have gotten out of hand. Like, they're no longer just like the, you know, no longer like the Gator Bowl. It's like the... Tag Slayer. Well, yeah, but is it, it doesn't have a name in front of it. I thought it Something Tag Slayer. Like the Fiesta Bowl is now the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, for example. Yeah. It's like, all these bowls have gotten out of hand. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl should never change. It's the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. What the hell? Yeah, forget Don't touch the Rose Bowl. No, don't touch it. Um, but yeah, so best names. I'll kick this off. I've got the Bad Boys Mowers. God, oh, I don't know how to say this city's name, I'm assuming. Gas- Gasparella Bowl. I, yeah, that's, that's a mouthful right there. Wait, that's a bowl game? What Bad Boy Mowers Gaspar- Gasparella Bowl. I'll say like such a freaking hick. Yeah. Yeah, look it up. Marshall in South Florida, baby. I'm gonna go with the famous Idaho potato ball. Oh, that was I was up there for me. That was up there for I'm sure. Go with that one. Um, 
That's such a good one. The famous the Idaho potato dude. That's good. It's very good. And it's played inside. Is it? That it makes is. sense. Yeah, Idaho has a dome. Interesting. Kinda, I did not it's know that. really small, but yes. Didn't know that. Um, my next one is the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. I love that one. Boca, baby. Boca. The Cherubundi. Um, Boca Raton Bowl was, did not have a sponsor last year, so part of my take sponsored it. Now, Cherubundi picked it up. So, it got a lot of attention last year. Love it. Um, I'm going to go with the Dollar General Bowl. Okay, so in the, in the defense of all these bowl names that I'm going to name off. I So they sponsor it to get attention, obviously. It's a, it's a marketing technique. Mm-hmm. I have looked up all of the places because I didn't know if they were like real, like I didn't know what the companies did. Like obviously the bad boy mowers make sense, but like I didn't know exactly what it, like do they sell mowers? Do they mow people's yard? Like what, you know. So I looked them up. Chair Bundy, I looked it up. So they're, they're doing their jobs. And just like the makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. I had to look up what Makers Wanted was. Um, so you're doing your jobs, but also you have very strange bowl names. <laughs> yeah, Dollar General is kind of weird to me. Yeah, I love that it's just the Dollar General Bowl. It's not like the Dollar General, you know, Birmingham Bowl, which would make sense. Yeah, it's but... in Mobile. <laughs> oh, it's in Mobile. It makes even more sense. Mobile. Makes even more sense. Yeah, th- that's definitely their favorite store is the Dollar General. Yeah. That place is horrible. Yeah, you ever been to Mobile? Unfortunately. Yeah, it's bad. It's and like in the summer, it's like hot as balls. Like every book you read about McGon- or about Mobile, and like you know, the, I don't know, just every like his like you know historical whether it's fiction or nonfiction you read, and they talk about how hot and buggy it is in the summer. That's exactly how it is. It describes Mobile perfectly, just oh, Alabama yeah. in general perfectly. Yep. Is that three for you? You name them all. No, I'm going to go yeah, with the uh, New the Era Pinstripe Bowl. There you go. I like that. Um, I'm assuming that's in Yankee in Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, figured. Makes sense. There is a Walk-Ons Bowl. I don't know if that's four Walk-Ons. I don't know how that works. It's the Walk-Ons Independent, Independence Bowl. Hmm. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, a lot of, lot of interesting lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, so it's the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. It's not just the tax layer bowl. There's also a Motel Six Cactus Bowl. Nah. Yes. Dude, where? Phoenix, Arizona. Like where? Where? Who? Who's playing in that game? I don't know. How did I miss a Motel Six Bowl? Royal that Purple can't be Las real. Vegas Bowl. That can't be real. The Motel Six Bowl. Yeah, Cactus Bowl. Where? How am I missing? This? Who's playing in it? I don't know. I'm just reading all the names. Surely that's like an old bowl, because I've got the, all the bowl games from this year, and I'm not seeing that. GoDaddy Bowl. Yeah, see, that's old, I think. So, yeah. That's probably just all the ones to exist. There's a Redbox Bowl. Remember how we were talking about Redbox is like, yeah, shit, like, there's no need for it now? So, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that there's... And everything guess skips. Guess they're trying to make a comeback. You gotta do it some way. Right. Um, Stupidity's an epidemic. It's another segment for today. Oh, God. Time. I've already... Do you really? I guess it makes sense during this search. I haven't screenshotted it enough. It's really, it's really disappointing. Okay. One of mine was Chad Wyatt sending out dick pics, but <laughs> I've already mentioned it, so I guess. Just... I have uh, at Govall's Extra. <laughs> and have you seen this? It's te- Yeah, I don't get it. UT Vols, Vic Wharton through the years. First of all, he hasn't been here in years. <laughs> and second of all, like, why? Why are you doing this? Right. Why they is it just were, they pictures? They you, didn't they? No. I think they replied to Mark Nagy. Is who they replied to. Oh, really? What'd they say? They just said, I don't remember what they said. I was like, that's still a terrible, whatever it was, I was like, that's a terrible excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, my first one, is that, is that it for your first one? Yep. Um, is Sean Schamberger. Love you, Sean Schamberger. Love you, Sean. Um, but you tweeted out, Patience, with a picture of you <laughs> and some of your teammates. <laughs> and unfortunately, you misspelled patience you were trying to say like be patient you know it takes time you spelled patience like hospital patients he deleted the tweet and fixed it so i'm proud of him for doing that i'm very proud of him for doing that but yeah very very interesting um i love ziduck's reply he said no wonder we lost to vandy the whole team is sick (laughs) that was a great response or just uneducated yeah 
Oh, and Go Balls Extra said UT Balls, Nico Creamer through the years. I don't even know who that is. He played here a while ago. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like recent. Uh, I think he played under Butch. I don't even remember. I don't even know who that is. I've never heard of that name. I think he played under Butch. It's hmm. N-I-K-O, right? It's N-E-I-K-O. I have another stupidity. He Eastern Kentucky now. Huh. I guess I missed him. Um, he, I think he, he just committed to Tennessee. He might even... He might have played one year in 14. That was it, maybe. The only picture of him is in a practice uniform, so I didn't yeah, think you'd see the field. I, yeah, I don't think he ever played. Um, I remember him committing, though. I yeah. So, Nathaniel Rutherford, at Mr. Underscore Rutherford, said, um, it's SEC Mike tweeted the SEC Football Awards, and Nathaniel Rutherford said, Tennessee played, coached against every person on this list except for the special teams player of the year. It's in the SEC. I saw that. And then no. they said, someone said, well, Mississippi State played all of them. I'm like, no shit. Yeah, somebody, I saw that. That was funny. And I was like, who cares? Right. Just because they played good players? Just win them all, damn Yeah. Just win them all. Stupid. Um, my, my one, it's really, I don't even know, this is stupid. I just can't believe he actually tweeted it. But some, Martellus Bennett, somebody tweeted and said, can we talk you out of retirement for the stretch run, Marty? Hashtag go Pats. He tweeted back and said, currently holding a blunt. If you can talk me into not lighting it right now, you can do anything. So he's like, um, screw the NFL. I'm enjoying my time doing drugs. Nice. Hopefully he's in a legal state. Or I would be like, oh, maybe delete that. <laughs> Dang. So another one, um, Rocky Top Report. I don't know what that Forced, is. Um, I don't know either. Um, they messaged us and wanted us to follow them back. I don't think I did. Sorry. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, Eric Gray, you know, announced his decommitment. And he said, they said four-star Memphis prospect decommits from Michigan. Hashtag to the top. And to the top, like, spells out 20. Sorry, bud. Eric Gray is part of the 2019 <laughs> class. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. That stinks. And then um, I have another one. Okay. Coach J at Baby Thor. Oh, is, God. Which is just a fail. Anyway. Um, so, Ramel Keaton tweeted after the – SEC Championship, Georgia folded like a book. This guy tweeted, everyone knows you couldn't play on the same field as them. Calm down. Well, he's committed to Tennessee, so at one point or another, he's <laughs> he going to play against Georgia. So, he'll play him. Um, he'll be on the same field. Um, so, not really sure where you're going with that, bud. Maybe that you weren't good enough to play at Georgia, but he has an offer from Georgia. So, that doesn't make sense either. So, just, sorry, bud. Baby Thor, or whatever your name was. Yeah, Baby Thor. Bad. And fix terrible. your name. Like, you're not Baby Thor. Terrible. Ter- you, just, you're short and fat. Just terrible. Guys, it's been a long one. Maybe this will get you through Friday. Maybe. Like you can you can listen to half of it going to work on Thursday and half of it going to work on Friday. And then you're 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 done for the week. If, if not, uh, maybe you can listen to it all on Thursday and, and that's all you need to get. You screw the coffee. You don't even need to drink the coffee. I like yeah. But maybe that's all you need to get you through Thursday, through Wednesday Junior. Yeah. And then you're on to Friday and then it's the weekend. It's going to be a great one. We're going to beat Gonzaga. We're going to have an offensive coordinator. Don't hold me to that. We're going to have an offensive coordinator eventually. I mean, yeah. surely. We, I mean, we might or we might not. We, <laughs> we might just like just go out there and, you know, just do it. Just play football. Just backyard football. Just like draw it in the sand. Genius. Draw it in the dirt. We just are on to something. Okay. We just <laughs> go the out there. If that know what we're doing, if we don't know what we're doing, the defense definitely doesn't exactly. know what we're doing. Exactly. They have no clue. It'd be, the, oh my God. Oh my gosh. We have to Wait. like, we have to tweet or something. We'll tweet that out. Yeah. If, okay. if, the de- if we don't know what we're doing, the defense definitely doesn't know what we're doing. Yeah. So, I think it'll work. I'm, I like it. I'm I'm, hey, I'm up for any, trying anything at this point. Right. Guys, thank you all for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back on Monday. Caleb is definitely not for incest. <laughs> and we're bringing the boat in, and we out.